A lot of hard stuff is happening around us and in the world at large. Whether it's a tragedy on headline news or an occasion of suffering in our personal lives, we instinctively wonder why. We want a reason. We would like to establish some control or at least find someone to blame to get some retribution. A common belief by people in the Old Testament and by the Jews in the days of Jesus was the idea that calamity was a punishment from God for sins. Jesus identifies that attitude here. A number of Galileans had been killed by Pilate's soldiers, and in another incident, 18 men had been killed in an accident when a tower fell on them. And the popular opinion would have been that those people were guilty of some particular sin and God was sending his punishment. Now, maybe you've experienced an awful tragedy or close to someone who has and then struggled with perceived guilt, thinking if, if this or that could be redone, the, the awful thing would not have happened. And, and that's a, a terrible load to live under. And it's not a Christian view of life. Is it a sign of God's judgment when a person has a bad accident or some horrible illness hits, Jesus says, not at all. On the other hand, there are those who argue that, that there's no meaning at all in all the things that happen. What happens, happens, they say. For them, life is just like a throw of dice, and this is not the Christian view of life either. As Christians living in this world, we need to be able to look around and see the many issues through eyes of our faith. Bad things in life are neither signs of God's specific punishment, nor are they mere chance incidents that just happen. Christian faith believes that everything in life has meaning, but the particular meaning may not be clearly evident at the time, and maybe not to us in this life. As Christians, the bottom line for us is to trust the God who loved the world by giving his son to die for our suffering, sin, and death. But there is a general meaning to all the bad stuff in the world. Whatever else it might mean, the existence of tragedy is a witness that the world is not the way that God meant it to be in creation. As Christians, we need to understand that that early disobedience to God, called the fall, has serious repercussions. 
Humanity's rebellion against God is foundational to everything else that we believe about both evil and the hope of salvation. Whenever bad things happen, close at hand in our own lives or as is going on around the world right now, remember the world is not the way that God meant it to be nor is it the way that it shall one day be. Now, suffering can be caused by personal sin. Can be, but not always. Sometimes God sends judgment on specific people because of their sin. If you want an example of that, read Acts 12. Herod exalted himself in a way that was just so blasphemous that we're told in Scripture that that God took him out. But God doesn't do that to everyone who acts that way. Only God knows what he's doing. Over and over in the Scriptures, we see that good people suffer because evil people cannot stand the good people. And so the real issue of suffering is that there is a universal sinfulness. And then Jesus gives this warning as he talks to the people. Unless you repent, you too will perish. So suffering should remind us more than anything else of our temporal existence. The suffering is temporary. Our life on earth is temporary. And no one is spared pain. Everyone is going to go through something that they wish had never come. We live in a painful world. And no one escapes the repercussions of sin. The evil that's in our world is because of a spirit of a disobedience that was unleashed. And Jesus reminds us that none of us is going to escape judgment. The writer to the Hebrews says, man was destined to die once and after that to face judgment. And by that, we don't mean the the harsh judgment. Everyone is going to face an assessment We're going to stand before God and give an account of who we are, what we did in this world. And this is where the that closing parable of the fig tree comes in. Because unless the fig tree bears fruit, it's worthless. And the farmer wants to cut it down. And Jesus is saying, unless we are bearing the fruit of God's Spirit, we can face the fire of God's judgment. So we need to have the right kind of fruit in our lives, regardless of what else is going on, because there is something worse than being the object of violence or an accident or a horrible illness. There is something worse than living in this world's pain. The worst thing is to live a life of worthlessness as far as God is concerned. 
And so here's this fig tree using natural resources without giving any fruit. The farmer says, why should it be using up the soil? And we don't want to be people who live that way. And so, especially in this Lenten season, a good reflection is to say, Lord, am I bearing the fruit in my life that you're wanting to grow in me? Because the real tragedies in life are not those of temporal suffering, which come for whatever reason and then pass away in this life. The real tragedy is people who turn away from God and live mostly for themselves. It's easy for a while to think as long as things are comfortable, things are going good, things are okay, then everything's fine. The whole gospel reading today is Jesus saying, just remember there is a day of reckoning and we all need the grace of God. We all need to take that seriously. And we want to be spared that horror that's worse than temporal suffering and inconvenience. And so we come to church and we celebrate the good news and we receive this incredible gift from God. And what the parable is telling us today is that God gives people time to do something, to respond to his grace, to live the life of his spirit. The fig tree was given another year to see if the fruit might yet come. And so as long as we have time and life, God is giving us time to let him work his good fruit in and through us. As long as we have right now, and we have it today, Jesus can turn our barrenness to fruitfulness. That doesn't mean that we'll escape the tragedies of life. But we can know that we are held in the hands of the God who loves us and is working all of this out to come to the conclusion that he has planned from the beginning. And all we need to do is to hunger for the fruit of righteousness.